back from Emerald City with the con crud. Big congratulations to Verse Wonder Strikes You on the giveaway from last week. Comic fam, let's chat about some trending comic books. Let's do this. We're back at the table like we do every single week to chat about the 10 trending most comics in the comic book industry. Russ, why don't you start them off at number 10? Number 10 on the list, we have Marvel Team Up number 95, first appearance of Bobby Morse as Mockingbird. Now, this is a fun book. We have a $75 average sale. We have a high sale of $735 for a CGC 9.8, but the same day... Two other 9.8 copies sold for 600. They're moving quick, and it's all because of Hawkeye. Since episode three of Hawkeye, what's going on? Could Laura Barton, the wife of Clint Barton, be someone that we don't expect? Now, this would be great because they have been playing up Laura Barton as being just a girl on the farm and has to miss her husband. So can she be a spy? Is she in witness protection? How does she know to speak German? How does she know all of these code words? Like, she's got a lot more going on than she's letting on. Well, she knows an awful lot about that Rolex, which clearly has ties to a character that's yet to be named. Could this Rolex be a female's watch? Could Linda Barton actually be Bobby Morse Mockingbird? It's interesting because we heard rumors earlier this year that there may be a reprisal of the Mockingbird role from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Adrian Padalecki, but now it's not looking like... No, 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 Tom. So, uh, Jared Padalecki is from Supernatural. Oh. Adrian Palicki, she was the one who was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just got to get you on that one. Yeah, shout out to all the Supernatural fans. <laughs> Sam! However, Mockingbird is now prime for speculation, pushing this book up 114% this week at the list at number nine. The first appearance of Philavel in cameo. Captain Marvel, issue number 16, $65 average sales. A high sales set back in November for a CGC 9.8 of $200. However, this past week, for a 9.6, $250. A 1,000% increase in copies sold this week. This book is on fire. And for those of you that were only paying attention to the dollar value that meant that in the last few weeks, we had a 9.6 sell for more than a 9.8 had just sold for. Well, just like the confirmation that Warlock was indeed slated for Guardians of the Galaxy three weeks before it hit the mainstream, Key Collector Comics this past week got clarification, validation that we were going to see Phylavel in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 that Kevin Feige specifically asked James Gunn to include and debut her in the movie Phylavel. The cosmic superhero is coming. Comic fam, some of you know that this list of 10 is actually sourced from the trending 20 over on the Key Collector app, the best comic app out there. On the trending 20 this list, we are also seeing Captain Marvel number 17, the first Full appearance of Philavel. You guys need to follow the app. Use code TOM101 for two free weeks of the best comic app in existence. Support what we do and take a look at what those 9.8s are going for. $550 as of September. What? All right. So Philavel, half Cree, half Eternal. Makes sense that we would see this character. Also, a little peculiar that we had some Quasar spec taking place this past year, don't you say? So we've been talking about Quasar potential since back in 2017. True. And you know, when James Gunn tweets a picture of a Quasar VCR, you gotta pay attention because it's not like he's showing off his favorite VCR. But we've been talking about Quasar and people are thinking it could be Silver Surfer Galactus tie-in. 
But Phi Lavelle ends up becoming Quasar when she puts on the gauntlets. We could be seeing Phi Lavelle Quasar spec here. The gauntlets, the, the bracelets, the quantum bands bestowed by the fallen Quasar. This all takes place in Annihilation issue number six. So keep an eye out for that book. Could we be seeing Phi Lavelle? Well, this past year, Marvel Strike Force, the video game, included not just Gamora and Nebula, not just Moondragon, but this character, which is why we were talking about her then. But now it's starting to heat up. This book be getting hot. Number eight on the list, we have a repeat offender. Contest of Champions number one. This is the first appearance and first cover appearance of White Fox. We're seeing $20 average sales and we're still seeing 104% increase copies sold over last week. Now we talked last week a little bit about White Fox being framed and showing up in the Doctor Strange, Death of Doctor Strange new Marvel event. Well, the idea is that White Fox is a character that we've seen multiple times and Marvel keeps utilizing. So we're going to tell you some of the great covers that you need to be keeping an eye out for. Yeah, clearly Marvel has a interest in keeping her around. The fans like her. So because of this uptick in copies sold, let's chat about some variants. Keep an eye out for the 1 in 25 variant, the Francis Yu, $50 average sales on that one. And... Also keep an eye out for New Agents of Atlas, War of the Realms, issue number three, the second print, a low order count by retailers of 2,874. I'm really interested in the low print copies, especially of a number three. A lot of stores didn't get it. That has a White Fox cover and is selling for $18 on average. We also do have the newest Marvel Comics Presents. Issue number eight has the first solo story featuring White Fox. That's only a $5 average sales. I mean, people who are fans should really be getting on that. But my absolute favorite, we have the Future Firsts White Fox number one. There's an Inhyuk Lee variant. There is both a trade dress and the one in a hundred virgin variant. The trade dress can be had for about 10 or 15 bucks if you pick them up on eBay. And we're seeing raw copies of the 1 in 100 virgin variant going in the 80 to to $100 range, but a ton more for graded. At the list at number seven, we're talking about Pavitra Prabhakar, Spider-Man India, issue number one, seeing $65 average sales, a high sale of $725 for a CGC 9.8, set back in November, but all but confirmed this past week with Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, the trailer dropping. It looks fantastic. Notice how I made Tom pronounce that name. So we have a very similar origin story to Peter Parker, and we have his uncle, Behim, who dies, and we end up knowing the same kind of origin story. 2,100% increase in copies sold this week. There is a lot of interest behind this character, and we've talked about this book before, but it is on fire because of the new trailer. We were chatting about this particular comic book back when the initial film dropped a teaser trailer showing the various Spider-Man logos. The color scheme seemed to have matched this particular Spider-Man. Well, in the trailer this past week, we see Miles Morales going through hexagons, multiverses, and landing in India. Hindi on the screen. And if you are deciding to slow down the intro where it says, meanwhile, in another, another universe, you get to see a split second of in Hindi language. And if you don't blink, you'll also see that aside from it being in Hindu, it switches to Spanish. But we'll get to that very soon, comic fam. Hit the subscribe button. I thought it worth mentioning, because Spider-Gwen is so heavily part of this trailer, this narrative, that Haley Steinfeld, 
the actress who plays Kate Bishop does the voice of Spider-Gwen. Oh, so she's double dipping in the Marvel Universe right now. And she's not the only one, but we do see Spider-Man go to Mumbatan, which is a combination of Mumbai and Manhattan. And there is a young gentleman on the screen very quickly. Could that be Pavitri? Well, we are anxiously awaiting to find out. Number six on the list, West Coast Avengers number 21. And talking about double dip, we have Oscar Isaac being Moon Knight and Poe Dameron in the Star Wars, which is Marvel Universe. That's right. We have him joining the Avengers in this issue. Moon Knight, that is. $3 average sales and $150 for this book at a 9.8 setback in October, but an increase of copies sold of 800% this past week. I suspect because of the West Coast Avengers spec that we were chatting about, at Emerald City. That's right, Tom. We were talking about Aunt Moira, and there were movie posters in the apartment that Kate Bishop is staying in that say Moira Brandon. Well, Moira Brandon is a very famous actress who sells her mansion to the West Coast Avengers. In the comic books. So it's like some fan service. But considering that there are so many different Avengers being introduced into the MCU, it makes sense that they're going to create some new teams. And Moon Knight spec is real. I'll remind the community that $150 sale happened months ago for a $3 book. The Moon Knight spec has been crazy for the last couple years. Werewolf by Night is almost unattainable. All of his early appearances are spiking, but this one's a super fun one because he joins the West Coast Avengers. They're hanging out in Egypt. They get to have a Ramatut origin, who we know is Kang, and we have Moon Knight talking about how he's becoming Khonshu's Fist of Vengeance. The Moon God taking us to Egypt. It makes sense. I love this book. And at the list at number five, we have Web of Spider-Man number 90. You say double dipping. Oscar Isaacs may actually be triple dipping here because he also voices Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara. And this is the first appearance in Cameo in a two-page spread. $8 average sales, $100 high sale for a CGC 9.8. Again, this is like a two-page spread. It's kind of a poster type thing, but early Spidey 2099, we see him fighting in the trailer. We know he's going to be here. This is just some 90s foil goodness and a 504% increase of copies sold. So this particular comic book is one that is not as specced upon as others. We're going to get to those here in a second. But there is a magazine-sized Spider-Man narrative that features Spidey 2099 prior to this issue. Web of Spidey 90 came out in July 1992. However, in January 1992, we have Marvel Annual Report issue number one. Now, the Marvel Annual Report is something that Marvel put out to show people numbers, subscription numbers, financial stuff. It is a boring read. I have one or two of them at the shop, but they would always give a little sneak preview so the retailers would know what books were coming out, and they debuted Spidey 2099 in one of these annual reports. Along with Doom, Ravage, and Punisher 2099, all featured in a panel in a short eight-page narrative narrated by the Watcher. Now at the list at number four, we got to talk about Battle Chasers back on the list. 
A lot of news getting updated this week. Wow, is this the first book that's not Marvel on the list, Tom? $15 average sale, $63 for a high raw sale of Battle Chasers. And this is a great read, a great book. And we found out from Joe Mad that issue number 10 is coming and they're working on an issue number 11. Prelude issue number one. We have sketches of characters in this book, first appearance, a beloved video game, RPG, and... We were talking about this book earlier this year after Joe Matt hit Instagram to showcase art from the much-anticipated issue number 10 because, right, this story didn't actually conclude in comic books. went on developmental hiatus hell. Yeah, this was a fan-favorite book that ending didn't feel like it was complete and people have been looking for more and more forever we just found out that there is a live action television series in development from the creators of john wick just don't take the battle chasers dog that's right and i actually looked up joe mad's instagram again with this new news and he's posting that the issue 10 comic the much anticipated issue is complete 32 hefty pages and they're already on issue number 11 so we're going to get a conclusion and this past week we saw an uptick of 917 percent in copies sold keep an eye out for that gold foil edition there is one currently listed on ebay for 375 dollars and there was a sale of an 8.0 that had been signed for 150 comic fam once a month you give us an opportunity to send you comic books in the mail with love in a box, and we ship it priority. It gets there in like two to three days. We're talking about the mystery mail call. We got four days left for you to join our December box. There's cat hair that's just like flowing from my monos. I digress. Go to Comic Tom 101, join the community, one per box regarding the matter of Oswald's bod, body, cover art done by Johnny DeJardins, trade dresses, and virgins being sent out at random. A impeccable knife palette technique done on this cover. It looks so dope in person. Johnny is definitely one of those artists to watch. He has a fantastic technique. And while so many people are working with like, you know, pad and on a computer right now doing everything digitally, he's still working on easel with canvas. He has palette. He has pen. It is really just beautiful to watch the the outcome of his paintings. Join the community. Follow Johnny, one of my new favorite artists and at the list at number three. I suspect a comic book that people completely missed out on and they're regretting it. Animal Castle number one, the most requested book within 24 hours of it being released. I had zero people order this beforehand. I got zero copies at the shop. Out of my 350 some odd subscribers, no one asked for this book ahead of time. The day after this came out, Every single person was looking for a copy. It is hot, and it is a new take on George Orwell's Animal Farm. $20 average sales, a 1,000% uptick in copies sold week over week, including all the cover A's, cover B's, incentive variants. Keep an eye out for the 1 in 30 line art variant. That's hitting $125 and climbing. When you have the popularity of independent titles such as Stray Dogs, or I'm thinking of like Nottingham, you know, literature that's been redone for the comic fam. This right here hits so many different notes that with the low orders that came through, I really believe in this title. And it is a masterpiece. It's beautifully drawn, well-written. It's funny, 
but it's also grotesque. It's dark. Now, the team of Xavier Dorison and Felix Dilip have done a fantastic job of adapting this Orwell book. Those of you that have read Animal Farm know that it is a dystopian future talking about the animals rising up. It's an allegory on communism and capitalism, but in comic book form, it translates so well, you've got the dogs that are getting sicked on the animals that aren't eating enough, and you've got the animals that are on top that are in charge of things when everything's supposed to be even. It's a fantastic read. You should check out the book as well as this comic. The color work, the inks, the beauty is all there, the cuteness of the animals, but with the dire straits they're all in, the hunger, it makes you turn the pages so damn quick. Comic fam, get on this comic book. And let's talk about Spider-Man 2099 again at the list of number two. Another foil 90s book. Number two on the list, Amazing Spider-Man 365. This is the black border one with the foil in the middle. Again, super condition sensitive, but we're seeing $25 average sales and $461 for a CDC 9.8. And that was after 44 bids. We also have a newsstand sale this past week of a 9.8 selling for $1,350. Wow. There is a five-page preview of Spidey 2099's first full appearance in issue number one on the inside of this book. This debuted in August. 800% increase in copies sold. And comic fam, this is kind of a kerfuffle. We do know that the first time we saw a picture of Spidey 2099 was in the annual report, which came out in January of 1992. After that, there were a ton of times they showed Spidey 2099. We have the Web of Spider-Man 90. We have a previews from July. We also have ASM 365, where we still see a little bit of a preview. There's five pages of the story that'll be coming out in Spidey 2099 number one. There's just a lot going on and people are chasing every single one of these appearances. And you did just say there was a preview somewhere in between that that does indeed feature Spidey 2099, Miguel O'Hara on the cover. Goes for like 30, 40 bucks on average. It's not a first appearance because it's not in story, but he's on the cover and we know how that goes. Now, comic fam, hit the like, slap the subscribe button. We need your support. And Russ hit him with the number one comic book that is trending this week. Number one on the list, Spider-Man 2099, number one. We have so much foil on this list, it's astounding. I'm getting blinded. It's crazy. $25 average sales, $205 for a CGC 9.8 for the regular red foil. Great book. First full appearance, first Actual origin of Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara. We also have a newsstand copy up $300 in three days. Wow. Selling for a 9.8 of $1,100. Newsstand. Just killing me. Hot damn. Oh my gosh. We have an increase of 718% in the last seven days since the trailer dropped. And I have two more comics that we have to mention. I know, comic fam. However, prior to the release of this book... And post the release of Amazing Spider-Man 365 that we just talked about, we have Sales to Astonish, Autumn 1992, that features Miguel O'Hara on the cover. It's a preview also of Spidey 2099. And this comic book that's on the list, Spider-Man 2099 issue number one, not only had a newsstand, it had a reprint. And where was that reprint found? On the back of a toy action figure. And they changed the cover and made it white. And it is the scarcest and most sought out after book of any of these books on this list. 
that we've talked about. This is a crazy book, and if it were released today, people would be referring to it as a ghost variant. Back when the kids were all going to KB Toys, you wanted this action figure, and no one cared about that Spider-Man book because we already owned it with the red foil on it. You can get it on card with the figure and the book for about $500 on eBay. And the one buy it now still has like a $10 KB Toys price tag. I love that. I like, I, I want that just for the KB Toys stores. But we saw a graded 9.8 go for $1,900 in October. And there's a pretty good chance that next time we see that sell, it'll be even higher. Slap the like, hit that comment section. Let me know what you think about this list. I want you to win a Ice Cream Man Davy Go Virgin variant. And as always, geek responsibly. Enough said comic fam join us every single wednesday for what not wednesdays the best new app available for both androids and iphones to buy and sell comic books collectibles we got records and stuff over there but we're there for the funny books we also have two other videos that you can enjoy we made them for you have a great week